Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion. It's a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. So you know what happened the other day? You don't know because I didn't tell you. Uh, okay, you're right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So I told my wife maybe a week or two ago. Okay. So just be ready. Be ready. Because there's a train of coming. You're taking the jujitsu. You're taking the kickboxing. I'm uh, going to attack you when you are not expecting it, and I want to see what you can do. So okay. Is this like some? Wait, hold on. Are we getting into like foreplay? No, 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 uh, okay. no, no. The bet is involved, but there's no hanky panky going on. So uh, two days ago, I was like, I was like, hey Jen, come up here because we have a heavy bag hanging in our bedroom. <laughs> we were like, come up the stairs and close your eyes. Yeah. No, I was like, hey, can you help me with the heavy bag? I gotta do something here. She's like. What? Heavy bag? I'm like, yeah, because we have a heavy bag in there. Wait, wait, you have a heavy bag in your room? Yeah, it's a, the bedroom's large, and there's a whole section of the bedroom that's wide open, and so we hung a heavy bag there so that uh, Jen can use the heavy like, bag. There. Like, wait, do you, is there like a lounge area? Because it's yeah. large. Okay, mm -hmm. so do you sit in the lounge area and watch her? I would. <laughs> so, um, so I come up here, so she comes up there, and she walks into the bedroom, and she goes, what are you doing? And I drop my phone and I look at her and she goes, stop it. And I grab her and I throw her onto the bed. No hanky panky. So I throw her onto the bed and she starts laughing, right? She starts laughing. <laughs> so I throw her onto the bed and- take, take this serious, take it serious. And then I start Joe Roganing all over the place. Every move I make, I'm, I'm commenting like Joe Rogan would. Like, okay, you know, okay. Like, oh, like, oh he, he's, 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 got, he's in half guard. Oh, now, now he's got side control. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I, so I'm making her laugh. She's laughing so hard she can't do anything. Mm. So I'm winning. It was pretty great. It was pretty great. So, um, you know, I do all that. I got to laugh and I post up on her. So I, I'm full mount and I, yeah, so. I no, yeah, people know. Yeah. So I, I, I throw just a couple of punches towards her face. What? Joey. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hit her. I'm not gonna hit her. But I, I throw, and she, it like instinctively throws up these these two blocks. Bang, bang, and they were solid. And I was like, "What the heck?" Mm -hmm. And then she stopped laughing. I'll just say this: <laughs> she stopped laughing. I, and it, it, now. it did. It did end with me in a triangle choke, <laughs> which starts <laughs> off pretty nice. I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this is kind of nice. Yeah, for those that know UFC, yep, yep, yep. Uh, or just MMA. It it, it 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 turns not so nice very quickly. No, that is no joke. No, it's not. Yeah, she not. is getting scary. Yeah, I thought you'd enjoy that. No, I yeah yeah. yeah. I mean, was, uh, have you been watching the Contender series? No, <sighs> nothing to talk to you with. Nothing to talk to you with. <laughs> <laughs> with what are you going to talk to me Jimmy I'm, I'm I don't understand that learned, your English okay learned learned learned, learned stuff <laughs> so how was today was uh was it a good day at work yeah it was just busy 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 yeah. just non-stop right mm -hmm. just now go 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 were you happy that I didn't text you to make sure that you were coming in today yes I because you had a little that. hissy last I time I know I yeah. appreciate it I left you alone good I mm -hmm. hey, you know what mm -hmm. I appreciated that good see I, I just checked you. in appreciate you bro appreciate you did you just checked in I was like hey man how you doing hope you're having a good day and you did. That was mm -hmm. very, very nice. Very I tempted, really, though. I know you were. Very tempted to be like. Someone else did it, though. Good. What do you mean? Someone else uh, hit me up on Twitter <laughs> to remind me that I had a meeting tonight that with you. That is a good listener, right? That, that uh, it was Austin O'Shale. O'Shale. Oh. O'Shale, mm, yes. Sounds like a ginger. Uh, bro. No, that's not. Wait. 
it's 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 fuzzy there. Yeah, that's he's like ginger. A, like yeah, I could tell. You could tell by the last name. He's ginger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Thanks, freelance Ron. videographer, hiker, SWO summer staff, seventeen to nineteen. All right, North All right. Carolina. Mm-hmm. Anyways, like so yes, listeners. thank you for the reminder. Jimmy always needs a reminder that he's no, meeting I don't. With, uh, no, me I do not. I do Wednesdays not at five. Tag Jimmy. And I, let him know. I, don't I forget do. meeting with Joe at five. Got to record. So Michelle reminded me today that I had to do something as well, and it annoyed me. Yeah. And she like, I don't know. This weekend she was like, "Hey, uh, I need you to pick up the kids because I'm I'm going to be in this meeting uh, for women's ministry, right? Like yeah. pre meeting or whatever. Can you pick up the kids and bring them home?" And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I could do that. Just put it on my calendar, and then we're good. So just put it on the calendar. Okay, Great. good. Done. So I'm going, leaving, and I'm on my way. Picking up the kids. Hey, hey, hey did you remember to pick up the kids? I'm like, oh. You are so sensitive. Oh. I, I'm like, oh, do you want to go pick them up now? I, mean, I forgot. Go. I forgot. People you just forget, go. you know. I don't. I don't forget You never that. forget. Okay. No, 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 no. No. If it's on the calendar, I'm there. Okay. Now, if it's not on the calendar, you know what? I'm sorry. Yeah. That's not your fault then. No, no. no. It's kind of like how I forgot to put on the calendar that it was your birthday last week on oh, uh, yeah. September 7th. Yeah. And I missed that yeah, because I didn't, I didn't have it in the calendar. Yeah, I didn't get a, I didn't get a really happy birthday. No, yeah. you got to have a birthday. Well, at the end of the day, you're basically really, well, after everybody else would make sure you were like, happy birthday. Someone so. reminded me in person. <laughs> I, someone reminded me in person to go, hey, isn't it Joey's birthday? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I, I prefer to, I prefer to go unnoticed. It's how I prefer it. That's a better, that's a better move. Unless I can make, unless I can complain about you not forgetting, not remembering. No, it, no, that was happened. gold yeah. on your part. That was gold. That was on good. That was, uh, that was fun. That was fun. So um, we're back in the Bapcat. Bapcat, and yeah. I've been enjoying them. These are these are good. I know I know we're only on question three, but yeah. you know. By the way, you know how we have the bat phone. Yeah, we we call Jim Renahan mm-hmm. or any of that. It's not the bat phone. It's the bap phone. Bap phone. I think that's bap better. Is, yeah, it's bap yeah. phone. All I right. like how you did that. Bap All phone. Right. All right. So we're in question three. You want to read it? Yeah, sure. How a how? Oh, no, okay. Try again. <laughs> to breathe, go slow. Talk with. Yeah. <laughs> how are you going to talk with this catechism? Okay. Speaking of which, I was listening to the last week. I did I did the episode. So it's it's in Dropbox. Okay, so you know, tomorrow's it. episode. Uh, and I'm listening at the end when I'm doing the the ending thing. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I got so tongue-tied. It was so bad, bro. It's awesome. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Anyways, how may we know there is a God? Intuition. <laughs> Feelings. <laughs> Astrology. <laughs> Answer. The light of nature in man and the works of God plainly declare there is a God, but his word and spirit only do it fully and effectually for the salvation of sinners. Mm-hmm. Mm. I like it. So we're into the like you know basic basic stuff, right? Is there a God? Um, how can we know there is a God? And we get these, these two components here to the answer, right? Uh, which basically falls into... General revelation and then special revelation, right? It's, okay, yeah. It's uh, the light of nature in man, right? Conscience and all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then God's works declare him, but it's his word and spirit, special revelation and the special operations of the spirit that actually enlighten people and bring people to faith in Christ. So we can just walk through that, right? Yeah. So when we talk about the light of nature in man, you know, you talked about our consciences bear witness that God exists. So mm. something deep down mm. instinctively knows that there is something more. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
I mean, scripture talks about that we ignore that or we suppress mm-hmm. that truth. I mean, even uh, Romans 1, 19 and 20 says, for what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them for his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. So as mm-hmm. you look out, as you look out the window and as you, uh, uh, as you go about your day, you can plainly see what the Lord has created. Mm-hmm. And, and even just looking at those things, at those attributes and looking at um, uh, what has been created, it should instill in us this, que- this longing, this question of like, how did this even begin? Right? Mm-hmm. Like we know it just didn't poof. Right. And, and that, that, like you said, that longing should r- raise questions and even like, how do I know this God? Yeah. Yeah, how do I know this God that that created all mm-hmm. these things, right? And it's in in the you know the emphasis the idea of uh, of the light of nature in man is this internal awareness, right? Almost as if you were if if you were locked in a cave and there was no light, you would still have this sense, right? Um that that God is. And um and it's it should it should be there. You, you said it, it is suppressed, but if there is the light of nature in man that bears witness to God's existence, why don't people move towards it in in faith and in righteousness? I mean, uh, some people just have their understandings darkened, right? Like just you some, see that, just some, most people, well, well, almost okay, <laughs> yeah, seventy five percent, seventy five. You know what? Let's just go seventy six. Okay, good. Safe, We're just gonna go seventy six. So I'm just gonna go that way. Um, but yeah, I think for people, I mean, you look at Ephesians four, right? Like we we live mm-hmm. within this culture uh, that have had their minds darkened, yeah. right? That mm-hmm. that are being. I mean, that's that's the uh, I think the I the irony, right? When people talk about uh, the frozen chosen or reformed theology about being robots or being enslaved. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really when we're talking about being enslaved, we're uh, people are enslaved and blinded right. uh, to not see who God is. Yeah. The, the, the whole idea that people's understandings are darkened, that, that, that light in us is, has been corrupted or like you were pointing out in Romans one, that, uh, you know, God has made it plain to us, but, you know, we suppress those things, mm-hmm. right? We, um, we're without excuse because God has made it known to us, but we resist. We, we don't, we don't naturally want that truth. And, it, you know, some people, I guess, would argue that, well, don't, uh, I know people that want God and they, and they look into creation and they say there is a God, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's something, uh, but that still isn't the kind of faith that submits itself to the lordship of Christ. It is, it isn't, it isn't the kind of faith the Bible talks about. It is an acknowledgement that there is a yeah. God, but it isn't an acknowledgement of God Himself. Well, and it's not a a a saving faith, yeah. right? Like the, yeah. that you're talking about there. And so we've got you know this this conscience that's bearing witness, and then we've we've got creation itself, right? The works of God plainly declare that there is a God that you alluded to there, um, that we can see something of God in general revelation. And in Romans one, it refers to his invisible attributes, eternal power, divine nature. Um, these things are reflected. We should be able to know something of God just by looking at what has been made. So what do you think is something that should be, 
be acknowledged or could be acknowledged about God. Obviously, we don't have the knowledge of Christ. We don't have atonement, things like that. Mm-hmm. We don't have Trinity uh, seen in creation. But what do you think is something more specific about God, something that's true about God that we could discern from just a general observation of what has been made? Yeah, I mean, um, hmm. oh, okay, here, uh, rain, right? The need for rain uh, to sustain life here on earth, right? The need for rain uh, to grow crops, right? Uh, I mean, to me, that is a a loving, it shows mm-hmm. a, a loving and caring God that is benevolent uh, and and takes care of his creation. Yeah, that's good. So, I mean, I, and I think, you know, like rain is, is a good one because it, it falls on the just and the unjust, like Jesus yeah, says. Yeah. And so, yeah, C.S. Lewis talked about this, that you should be able to know that there is a God, that he is good, mm-hmm. um, and that he is holy because you have a guilty conscience. Yeah. You know, even if we disagree and quibble about, well, this is right and this is wrong, but we we all know in, in one way or another that we commit wrong acts. Yeah, isn't that funny? Like even even for those that are unbelievers, they, they see... And hear about these uh, uh, injustices being mm-hmm. uh, uh, carried out against individuals, yeah. and they're moved to know that there's something wrong here. Yeah. There's something that's not right here, and they long for that justice. They just don't understand uh, that 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 comes that that inkling for an understanding uh, is from God Himself. Yeah, it's uh, it's it, it's interesting because that question, where does that come from? Where does that sense of right and wrong come from? If you want to argue that it's just a sociological construct. Uh, then it means it's meaningless, really. I mean, like you, it's it's not that it's racism isn't wrong. You just feel like it's wrong in this particular context and culture. But if you don't believe in God, it's hard to argue. From my perspective, it's hard to argue that it's objectively truly wrong. Um, you, you've got to acknowledge that it comes from, because there's no standard. Yeah, I mean, who who says who says it's yeah, wrong? Who can say yeah? Why not? Why isn't that be just, like your ideal paradise? That that's like the racism. The, no, no, the libertarian, like the idea of like there is no standard. People could do whatever they want. That's How you gonna hold? That is your no, ideal paradise. No, my par my 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 paradise. Your is the, libertarian views are fall more in line with Joe Rogan. No, 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 no. no. Politically. <laughs> I think the government mm. needs to stay out of our business. Mm. And we could do whatever we want? No. Well, so long as we're not hurting anybody. <laughs> okay, I yes, think yes. people should be free to do what they want. Even if, even if, if they want to smoke the smoke? Or, I, well, yeah. I don't know. If they, one. I don't that's, know. That's their business. I mean, I think it's wrong, but I don't... Uh, Why do you think it's wrong? Well, we're, gonna, we're actually going to get into that on Thursday's episode. Uh, so, oh, are we? Yeah. Yeah, you you don't know what we're gonna cover. We got no, some emails I know, we're no. gonna cover. Okay, okay, then I'll wait. The wacky is gonna cover. And, 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 and all right, all right, I'll I, let I, it be. I, I, I might I might have overstated my case there a little bit. So we'll wait. Ooh. We'll wait. We'll wait till we get to that. <laughs> so, but uh, what I my 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 ideal paradise would be when righteousness reigns and when okay. Christ is is enthroned. I but so no, you're making me sound like I don't want. Well, no, uh, I mean talk about good I, things to happen. Well, no, you do, and I uh, uh, only because I know this about Joe. Now I, I know you hate calling it this. But I think that was a good time. Uh, even the sense of like you've talked about your, I don't know if you've called it this. Okay. Life verse. I don't know if you've actually said it that. No. Said those terms. You no. know what verse I'm talking about? No. Well, I mean, there's one verse. That's the verse. Colossians 1. Uh, That's not yeah, the verse. Okay. So what verse are you talking about? The one where you're like, uh, uh, oh, man. I'm trying to think of how you've described it. You are it. not the Bible answer, man. 
I'm just you're not you're no Hank Hanegraaff. No, no. <laughs> you're not coming up with the verses here. No, no. Love you know, do good, love mercy. Like uh, Oh yeah, Micah six eight. Yeah, yeah. So Micah six eight for you has been one of those like It's a big it's a big verse. Yeah. Okay, life verse. Yeah. It, it was mm. very important for your your what? Uh, yeah. You you have stated that that ver see, I know you, Joey. Don't mm. why are you doing that? I don't just even know where you're going with this. How does that have to do with me being a Rogan guy? You said I was like a Rogan oh, guy. Oh, no, no, no. I, I've already moved past oh, okay. that. All I've right. moved past that yeah, yeah, yeah. to... Uh, um, yeah, do justice, love mercy. Do justice, love mercy. Well, that that instinct, yes, I think part of it was your your conversion. Mm -hmm. But I do think there are individuals that do seek that. And it's like, understand that, that that's something that's been imprinted on you right. uh, by God. Yeah, that, totally, totally. And so like these 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 works of creation. One of the great passages to go to when we're talking through this stuff is Psalm 19, right? Because Psalm 19 falls into these two basic halves of, because um, if, if, if there's halves, there's only two. Man, that's how halves work. These you know? two halves? Yeah, these two Do you halves. mean just, uh, just, they, just they, the halves? It just like breaks in half? The halves and the halves <laughs> knots, I guess. <laughs> so, um, but, but you have in verses one through six, general revelation, which is what we've been talking about so far, all testifies to the existence of God. And then the second half, seven and following, speak to God's special revelation that comes through his word. Um, you want to read uh, one through six of Psalm 19? Sure. Uh, the heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. Day to day pours out speech, and night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there words whose voice is not heard. Their voice goes out through all the earth and their words to the end of the world. In them he has set a tent for the sun, which comes out like a bridegroom leaving his chamber and like a strong man runs its course with joy. Its rising is from the ends of the heavens and its circuit to the end of them. And there is nothing hidden from its heat. That's yeah, good reading right there. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Psalm nineteen, yo. Mm. Um, so I mean that that that's a beautiful depiction of how God reveals Himself and has revealed Himself in yeah. all that yeah, He yeah. has made. That's why we're without excuse, because we know that God exists. We may re deny that He exists, but we know that He exists, and we do not submit ourselves even to that general revelation, much less to God's special revelation. Now, Bedham. Uh, Benjamin Buttons Bedham gets into this uh, in his exposition of the catechism. He unpacks us a little bit. He's got some some really good follow up questions, right? Yeah. So as we're talking about how God is, um, you know, plainly declared in, in general his revelation. Works. Yeah, I mean, he starts. He goes. He asks these great questions. Is God known by his works of providence? What's the answer? Yes. Ah. And he looks at Job twelve nine. Who knoweth not all these? that the hand of the Lord hath wrought this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, providence is a big one. He says, is God known by his works of terror? Yes, the Lord, this is from Psalm 916, the Lord is known by the judgment he executeth. Mm. And by his works of mercy? Yes, Acts 14, 17, he hath not left himself without witness in that he did good. People, and it, like you, you see this, right? You see people like, wow, praise God for that, right? Yeah, and, yeah. You know, every, every Grammy Award winner, right, wants to thank the Lord or Jesus himself. Mm -hmm. And even like- And what? then Rick Gervais uh, cuts him out. Yeah. <laughs> Rick, Ricky Gervais brings a little bit of, uh, of salty truth, uh, <laughs> salty confrontation. And it's, it's interesting because we, we can poo-poo that and like, well, they don't mean it, they don't mean it. But there is this acknowledgement among most people where they seem to say like, wow, that that's 
God did something there, or that was a, a kindness that I've received his yeah, mercy. Sen- it, like, like that sense of, I don't deserve this, mm-hmm. right? How many people, I don't think I've ever heard of anyone except for Kanye that would go up there and be like, nah, this is about right. I deserve this. <laughs> I should be here right now. Until now Kanye's uh, yeah, praising I, the Lord a lot more. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like acknowledging. And, and All right, that guy. Can we, can we do a little side note? Yeah. Man, that birthday, what is it called? The birthday party? Oh, yeah. <laughs> his birthday party. Yeah, the yeah. birthday party. Not was, an actual birthday party, but his political party. His yeah. political party. party. Which is funny. That's a great name for a That's political a party. That's a great name. It's funny. That was, that was short-lived. I was hoping for a little bit more of that. Yeah. Yeah. I Listen, I like Kanye. Um, I'm just concerned. Uh, as is as is most people yeah yeah yeah. yeah. it's like uh, because i've actually like i've worked with uh and walked with people that um i'm not saying he has bipolar or bipolar too but um i have worked with people like that and uh there are some similarities and it's like wow i gotta they go from these crazy manic highs and they accomplish a lot of stuff and then they crash and um all right so all of this all of this general revelation that we see, God's work mm-hmm. that testifies to himself. Um, Benjamin uh, then asks, but have men by these means attained to a sufficient Ooh. knowledge of God? And he says, no. And then 1 Corinthians one twenty one, for by the for the world by wisdom knew not God. In other words, the general revelation isn't sufficient to enlighten us to the true knowledge of God because it only gives us a partial picture now of course even special revelation is only a partial picture but it is a partial picture that does not get into the issue of redemption the forgiveness Mm. of sins Mm. and so you know that's when we get into this second half of the catechism oh yeah yeah it goes uh uh, sorry, going back to the first the light of nature and man and the works of God plainly declare there is a God but his word and spirit only do it fully and effectually for the salvation of sinners. So mm-hmm. his word yep. and his spirit, those are the only two things that can fully effectually sal- you know, for the salvation mm-hmm. of sinners. Yeah, you got to have both, right? I mean, yep. he, he's, he's getting to that real question. How do we know that there is a God? Yeah. How do we get to that place of faith? And he says, scripture and spirit, right? Those two. That's it. Got to have both. Got to have both. Can't just have one. And so we see this uh, scriptural emphasis in the second half of Psalm 19. Yeah, why don't you read that? I'll let you read that one. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord here, still referring to scripture. This is another name for scripture here. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned. In keeping them, there is great reward. We look at 7 through 11, and we see some of what the scripture actually does to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It revives the soul, right? Which means it brings life. You could talk about conversion. You could talk about uh, personal revival. You could talk about how how the Lord uses the scripture to uh, enliven us from a spiritually dead or sick state if we have been converted. Yeah, and so when we talk about spirit, let's look at 2 Thessalonians 2.13. But we ought always to give thanks to God for you, brothers, beloved by the Lord, because God chose you as the first fruits to be saved. How? 
through sanctification by the spirit and mm-hmm. belief in the truth. So there, I mean, even there you have both, right? right? You got sanctification by the spirit and also belief in the truth, right? The word of God and the spirit of God for the salvation of the unbeliever. That's what the spirit does. It uses the scripture to, as Psalm 19 says, to revive, to make wise, um, to enlighten the eyes mm-hmm. so that we understand. Uh, and it's it's why the scripture is so valuable, but we don't perceive its value apart from that spirit. You, yeah. You, you've got to have it. So if somebody were to ask, well, what if you, what if you, you have the scripture? Is that enough to, to convert you? And well, Batman would say no. No, no, because there's no spirit there to, spirit. to illuminate, mm-hmm. right? To convict, to to move uh, the wayward. But what what if you're really smart, though? Oh. What if you got the Bible and you're really smart? Uh, yeah, no. no what, what if, okay, what if you're creative and intuitive? Oh. What if you're an INFJ or if you're like a seven on that scale that everybody uses now? What's that scale we did at the Enneagram? Mm. What if you're a four or what? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter because no. without we, the spirit of God, it's worthless. Well, can you have the spirit without scripture? Like what if you have the spirit? Couldn't the spirit then... Uh, convert you without the scripture? Well, no, because it's that's the word of God that's being used. And, and that's why we proclaim the mm. word of God indiscriminately. Got to have both. Yeah. It, it's not that the, uh, I guess the, the... Oh, as the question then is the spirit not sufficient? Is his hands, are his hands tied behind his back? <laughs> All seven of them? However many he has, you know. Wait, what? I don't know. People draw pictures. Where'd you, you know? get seven? I don't know. Seven's a holy number. The, what I'm saying is... Well done. Yeah, see? Well done. Mm-hmm. You know what? I was like, that's a really weird... Now, nah, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, okay. man, I got my Bible code going. Yeah, your mm-hmm. numerology? Is yeah, that sure. Um, yeah, you do have that book behind you. Well, when was it? Your numerology book right There's there. no numerology book back there. You know. There probably is. Yeah, yeah, there is, deciphering I... the code right okay. there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, is it possible that God the Holy Spirit could implant the divine special revelation into a person. Okay, the Spirit can do a lot of things, yes, but that's not what we see happening in Scripture. The yeah. Spirit uses the Scripture. The Scripture needs the Spirit. Would that's, you say that is like the, the, the exception to the rule? You know, it's it, not, yeah, it's, yeah. I don't even think it's that, I because I don't think it happens. Yeah. Uh, some people would say, like, there are those stories that you hear. MacArthur hates these stories. But there are those stories that you hear about, like, a Muslim family who um, had a dream mm, about yeah, Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and then they heard all this dream, this whole Jesus thing, like life, death, resurrection, mm-hmm. atonement, blah, blah, never heard about Jesus before, really. And, uh, and then somebody comes and tells them about Jesus, and boom, they're converted. Um, like, that's cool. That, that they... Uh, if, if, if somebody were to tell me that they had a dream about Jesus, life, death, and resurrection, and it's all biblical, I wouldn't, man, I, I don't have a problem saying like, yeah, that's God doing some mm-hmm. awesome, crazy, unusual stuff. Um, but still, like for conversion to happen, there's going to be word and spirit together. Yeah. And that actually should comfort us. You know, as Calvinists, we're supposed to be thoroughgoing evangelists, right? We, yeah. we should be the most amped to tell people about Jesus because we know that that they only will come to Christ through the Scripture and the Spirit. So, Jimmy, what's our role? What are we supposed to be doing? Yeah, I mean, that because we have that confidence in knowing that it's the, the Spirit that's working, mm-hmm. then for us, our role is just to sow that seed, mm-hmm. right? To just go and preach the gospel to anyone and everyone. Yeah. Um, not withholding it at all. Right. And, and if they say no, 
that, that's not on us at that point. No, no. Like that's, that's, you know how freeing it is knowing mm. that it's the spirit that is the one that's going to do the work, right? That yeah. we're only called to just to just be faithful and proclaim and mm. to be bold and proclaim, right? Um, and that it's the spirit that we don't have to sit there and try to come up with these best and great arguments to try to convince people to go to our side. It's, right. it's the Lord that's going to convince them. Yeah, we, we have the word. And we're supposed to have a, a reason for the hope that we have within us. Yeah. Um, but we can't change anybody's mind. No. I can't. Well, you know, I can't. I mean, nobody can change your mind about anything. Uh, <laughs> even when they prove to you that you're totally wrong about, you Me? know. Yeah. When am I wrong? When am I wrong? Okay. Uh, that's a long. Are you going to go with Menudo again? I was going to say, say, I was going to say the Menudo again, thing. You were going to bring up Menudo. I was, I was, you know, just saying Cobra Kai. <laughs> Cobra Kai. I hope you guys are watching Cobra Kai. If you're grown up, watch Cobra Kai. If you're not a grown up, don't watch. Yeah, Cobra don't watch Kai. that. Don't watch that. Um, yeah, man. Confidence because God does all of the work. We just, like you said, sow the seed. We throw it out there, and God does His thing. This is why uh, the, the the apostles would go and they would preach the word. And what does it say? It's like Acts thirteen forty three, something like that. As many as were appointed to eternal life believed. Mm, it's right. all on God. We just got to do our part, which is tell people about Jesus. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You could follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Diva or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DrVotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast. Hit up the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. Fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. Blog post on Wednesdays. Later. Later.